If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. The NFL kicks off tonight, and you still have time to get a betting edge. Our updated NFL betting guide has plenty of opportunities all season long. Picks from every on-air host, team-specific preseason analysis, how to use VSEN betting splits and football contest strategies. If you want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, now's the time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for as low as $19 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're getting a couple tweets, by the way, that Strider is 75 to 1 at FanDuel. 75 to 1. Now, you heard what I just said, that this ticket is over. But 75 to 1? Like, there's still enough time for the other two guys to mess up badly. I might take a shot at 75 to 1 on principle. That's crazy. Uh, the NFL season kicks off tonight. College football in full swing. Our senior NBA analyst, who uh, also loves both of these sports, is uh, with us as well. Yes? Yeah, we're getting him in a minute. We're oh, okay. Minute. We're going to get him in a minute. We're getting him in a minute. Yeah, we're just working stuff out here at, the, That's at, right. at Bar Canada. What did you end up with in tonight's game? Chiefs yep. and. The Detroit Lions, the NFL season kicks off. First of all, what's your excitement level? Oh, my God, I'm so pumped. Are I'm you so kidding pumped. me? Let's go. I was just talking with Isaiah before yeah. the show. I'm like, what, ex- what, is, what do you love more, the hamster wheel of the NFL season? Or, like, because some people complain, right? Some people be like, oh, my God, it's a never-ending hamster wheel. Versus, like, July, where we're like, what do we talk about today in segment three? <laughs> like, what if, uh, Give me the hamster wheel every time. I mean, this this is – we've, we've – been preparing for this day for two and a half months it's it's this every year we prepare what'd you end up with bet wise bet wise i have so i grabbed the lions plus six before the move uh, with the kelsey news and the update there is he's going to be at the chiefs facilities today apparently i think he's playing going to my hunch is he's playing pushing to go apparently i he doesn't miss games for injury i i'm i I feel like it's a 52% chance. 52? That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. So you came up with 52. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Like. 52% chance that Kelsey goes. Chiefs are four and a half point favorites in this one. Total is at 53 and a half. Kickoff at 820 Eastern, 520 Pacific. So you got we got to figure out our Amazon uh, settings and all that. Got to make sure before game time. Yep, yep. You got you do, you do. Yeah, so I, pl- I played Lions plus six, and then I did play that Jameer Gibbs over receiving yards prop. Although, yeah. Dan Campbell had some comments yesterday about uh, making sure to ease Gibbs into the offense because he wants to make sure that he is 100% near the end of the year, and that that was a little concerning to see that yesterday. Coming, coming up on the show, Kelly and I are going to give our awards predictions. Yeah. Not our best bets. 
but just our sports talk radio awards predictions, right? And then you can sort of wedge in bets, and we'll, we'll obviously relate it to bets accordingly. Jameer Gibbs may come up in one of these, is all I'm saying. Um, my question about him is this. He was picked 26th in the draft, number 26 pick uh, out of Alabama for the Detroit Lions, and they were they were roundly sort of panned as saying, oh, you, you overdrafted him. Do you believe that there's a possibility that teams hear the overdrafting criticism and then are like, oh, I'll show you. We're going to we're going to feed him the rock. Oh, yeah. I, th- I Yes, I think yeah. there is that a bit. Yes, yeah. I think if you make an aggressive pick like that, yep. and I was high on him in the draft, make an aggressive pick like that in the draft. Yes, I th- that's part of the reason behind my bet tonight. Yep. I think you want to show off that Ferrari early. JVT joins us. Jonathan Montel. You can follow him on Twitter at MeJVT. Doing college football shows both on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday more of a live show. Sunday an opening lines type of show. Um, he is our senior NBA analyst as well. Um, that doesn't look like JBT. Yeah, we're going to bring it back next segment. Okay. Yeah, All right. We, so we're we're, we're going to have Skype now. issues over okay. here. Yeah. Do you want to do yeah. our awards? Let's do our about? awards. Yes, let's do our awards. That's amazing how we just can do it on the fly <laughs> That's like right. This. That's right. Uh, well, we might have to fly through these a little quicker <laughs> than we were thinking. But <laughs> it's yeah, okay. It's okay. It's all right. We'll do them. Uh, we just basically took five major awards in pro football. We want to get these on record here before the season kicks off tonight of who we think ends up winning what. And it starts with MVP, which in terms of bettable, really hasn't, it really wasn't the most bettable market this offseason. It could change as uh, things adjust here after the first few weeks of the season. Week by week, you can bet these and things will uh, reveal themselves, let's say. In the end, an MVP you went with? Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow is who I went with. I, I did have to bat around. We talked about MVP. Neither you or I have an MVP bet. Correct? We do not. We, do yeah, not. we don't have an MVP bet. Yeah. I believe the top of the board is the way you would want to look at in this market. Yep. And I don't really think it's a, worth making a bet in it right now. I don't. But Joe Burrow, I think we, as much as the national media talks about him, as, as good as I expect that team to be, it feels a little bit like it could be his year. Okay. I went Justin Herbert. Again, no bet. <laughs> For a lot of the same reasons, though. I liked yeah. your pick, too. Well, mine was sort of like what I just said about Justin Steele. Like, he's the guy that put the team in the playoffs. I, I think you, you're the Chargers guy this year. You do have Chargers That's right. bets. Yep. I think Herbert is so good this year that he wills the Chargers into the playoffs. And they might not actually give up a 27-point lead in the postseason this year. Uh, that, I believe, as well. But this is obviously a regular season award. So I've got Justin Herbert. I could have just as easily picked Joe Burrow. It was sort of a coin flip. Why not Patrick Mahomes? Just because I think there's a fatigue issue, probably. I, I, he's sort of LeBronish at this point. He's amazing. Of yeah. course, I wouldn't be surprised if he won it. But yes, I think the LeBron, yeah, yeah LeBron comp is fair. Uh, what do you want to do? Let's do Offensive Player of the Year now. Offensive yep. Player of the Year, uh, which is an Associated Press award, has really over the last four years become this de facto non-quarterback award. It didn't used to be that way. It used to be evenly, pretty evenly dispersed between quarterbacks and running backs. But then all of a sudden, sort of unspoken, the MVP has boiled down to a quarterback award, which Aaron Schatz, you know, very famously says, can we just te- can you just tell us it's a quarterback award at this point? Yeah. An offensive player of the year becomes any other position that shined who's the best non-quarterback. You ended up going with? I went Christian McCaffrey. Yes. But I got close to doing something similar as you. Yes. I bucked that recent trend. Yeah. I said, that's a four-year window. Let's not make this a thing. 
And I feel like Jalen Hurts flirted with all of this last mm -hmm. year as well. I think Jalen Hurts gets this this he, year. He was in that conversation last year. Yep. The guy I, the two I was choosing between was McCaffrey and Lamar Jackson because I think yeah. Lamar Jackson they they might make the same kind of case for that you would with Hurts. And Jamar Chase is the is the short shot here in this category. Yes, I, I believe. believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went Hurts. I think they I think they revert back to they're like this guy's too good. His numbers are going to be too good. The Eagles are going to be too good for us to shut out Jalen Hurts of any award. Um, offense. Uh, what do we want to do next? Defensive. Yeah, defensive. Player. Let's do defensive oh, yeah, player of the year. Of course we do. Uh, I'm a. I'm gonna start with this one because yeah. I have a little. I have a little war. You know, <laughs> scars from this from last year. Revenge I had, bet. <laughs> I had Micah Parsons last year at plus six fifty. That looked like it was the best bet ever. Uh, and then all of a sudden it wasn't when Nick Bosa overtook him. By the way, Nick Bosa with the multi-year deal yeah. with the San Francisco 49ers, which is a huge development for the Niners out in the Bay. Uh, I went with Micah again. I think Micah Parsons is, there's no defensive player as great as Bosa is, as great as Miles Garrett is, as great as all these other guys, uh, TJ Watt. And there are plenty of times all year we say, oh my God, what did TJ Watt just do? Mm -hmm. But how many times do we say that about Micah? He's oh, all sorry. over the field. It like... But he made a play at the line of scrimmage. He made a play in the backfield. Oh, my God, he made a play 20 yards downfield. What is happening? So I got Micah Parsons as a defensive player of the year. Yeah, I mean, I think he's arguably the most valuable def defensive player in football, uh, especially when we talk betting and what it means to a spread. We used to mm -hmm. talk about that with Aaron Donald all the time. Yeah. I would think for a lot, a lot of the guys that do p uh, p power ratings on players, Micah Parsons is right up there these days. I did go with Miles Garrett. It, it, Micah Parsons, of course, I think I didn't. I went with Miles Garrett. I could have easily gone with Micah Parsons. I do think this Browns defense, though, is going to be great this year. They've added to this pass rush. I think that's going to free up some things for Miles Garrett, let him get to the quarterback a few more times. I think he's going to rack up some big sack numbers this year. Offensive rookie of the year as we move along on these because we've got to get to a few more. Um, offensive rookie of the year, I really wanted to go Jackson, Smith, and Jigba because I think he is perhaps the most talented of the bunch. Um, oh, we matched. We both went Jameer Gibbs, sort of based on our conversation that we had before, which is I actually think Dan Campbell and the Lions are going to try to prove their point about Jameer oh, yeah, Gibbs. We have some reportage, if you will, from some people who are like, oh, he is going to get it. He's going to be fed the football. So I went Jameer Gibbs on a flyer. This dude's a stud. I think they're going to use him in a lot of different ways in that offense, both uh, both receiving, both, both out of the backfield. Um, yes, I think he has a huge year. Um, it might be. I haven't made a bet yet. I don't know why I've been holding back on that all summer, Gil. Might end up betting it at some point, though. Defensive rookie of the year is probably the hardest one, yeah, I think. Definitely. I think this is more of a just a shot in the dark. Um, I ended up going with the guy who I think is just the best of the bunch. I think Jalen Carter is the most talented. I think the Eagles are going to be great. So I ended up going Jalen Carter. I wanted to pick someone in the secondary, like Emmanuel Forbes, mm -hmm. who made a lot of big uh, scoring plays at Mississippi State plays with Washington now, but it's so hard to win it in the secondary. It, it really is. Uh, it, look, Jalen Carter, I think, the, it, great pick there as well. I went with Devin Witherspoon. I do expect that Seahawks uh, secondary to be even better this year. I uh, think he could have a lot of opportunities, you know, get a lot of picks, and hopefully that puts him up into the conversation. But like you said, a market I can't imagine I'm, at, I'm betting at any point yeah. this year. And then Coach of the Year I actually do have uh, backed up with the bet. Matt LaFleur, Green Bay Packers, again, I've explained. I think Jordan Love is going to be good, and I think because of that juxtaposed against the Aaron Rodgers year, LaFleur will come out smelling like roses. Love LaFleur. Love La I went with Pete Carroll. I think if the Seahawks are able to, to somehow win that division over the Niners, it goes to Carroll, especially after what we saw last year with him. All right. Jonathan Bontobel on the other side. College football. We'll make it happen. Live from 
Bar Cannon at the D right here in downtown Las Vegas. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with the G-Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards that decline sports betting transactions or treat them as a cash advance, the G-Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook apps. You'll earn a 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app loads every time and 2% on other purchases. G-Bank Visa is a card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere and works with apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesars. To learn more, go to G. Bank slash VSIN. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada here at the D. He is our senior NBA analyst, but he does a couple great college football shows on the week. End, that is on Saturday, he does a live betting version of college football. And then on Sunday, an opening lines type of show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jonathan Von Tobel. How you doing, JVT? I'm good. You guys are now at my favorite spot. I've been filling in for Patrick the last couple of days on Sharp Money, and uh, each of the last two days, I have gotten a Labatt Blue at the bar because I tried it for the first time, and it was delicious. What did you have? Say it again. <laughs> a, La a Labatt Blue. A it's uh, a Canadian, the, the Canadian beer. beer. Oh. Yeah, one of the Canadian beers over there. It's tremendous. Tremendous. A tremendous. There you go. Well, I mean, JVT and I are big Canada fans well, let's, right now. Let's okay, start. We're big Canada fans. Let's start there. <laughs> Because you two might be, I'm checking, might be the only two individuals on earth who have, I'm just kidding, uh, but you're two of a few who have real interest in this. Uh, you have Canada as a futures play in the FIBA Cup, JVT? Yeah, actually, so I, I double dip on Canada. So I, I bet them at plus 450 over the summer when the first the odds started coming out and they started shrinking. And then during the friendlies, you know, they had some scuffles. Uh, they barely got by some teams. They lost to the Dominican Republic. And so the market kind of freaked out and dropped them to as low as 9-1. to one. So I doubled back up. So I got two future tickets on them uh, to win this thing. So I'm glad, even though they had that slip up in the second group stage, uh, that they're here at this point, got by Spain, and then, of course, winning and eliminating Luka Doncic. So, yes, uh, to, to Kelly and I, uh, we'll frequently just text each other, oh, Canada, um, you know, whenever they play. <laughs> over. So, yes, I am in. USA, a $5 favorite against Germany in the semis. Canada, minus 230-ish against Serbia in the other semi. You're not nervous at all, either of you? Uh, I'm a little nervous. We got to sweat out Bogey, but Bogdan Bogdanovic, yeah, sure. who, you know, was one of my all-time favorite players, Bogey. Atlanta Bogey. Hawks. I sure. mean, come on. So, I'm a little scared, but, okay. you know, they should be able to cruise Just by. curious. Yeah. Okay. I would agree with that. And I'd also say, too, I've got uh, – I did take a wager on um, the Americans to get eliminated here in this round in the semifinal. Uh, I got them at 6-1. to one. The, the problem is part of my handicap was I felt that teams like Australia, France would be able to get to this point, and this is when they would take them on. Uh, Germany, a team that not many expected to be able to medal, and they're going to have a shot on that, you know, whether or not they're going to win this and move on to the finals or have a shot for a bronze. So – that, that is something that kind of is a flying the ointment for me there. I thought I'd be in a better position here if they did get here, which is really likely, and they are here, the Americans it is, that I'd be able to at least put myself in a position to do that. But since they're $5 favorites, uh, I'm just going to sit there and hope that the Germans can pull the upset for me, but in a pretty good position with Canada on the other end. All right. United States, just to clarify, nine-and-a-half-point favorites in that ballgame against Germany. All right. Uh, tonight, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Detroit Lions, the NFL season kicks off JVT. Make any bets for tonight's game? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. I, I uh, you know, I, um, I laid four and a half in Kansas City. I, I just, I, even if Kelsey does not play, and it seems that maybe that's going to be the case. We got to talk to Jesse Welch over the Kansas City Star yesterday. He made it seem very doubtful that Kelsey was going to give this thing a go. 
Um, I, I just I don't think we're in a day and age, even with the questions at wide receiver, even with how good Travis Kelsey is, that a tight end you know should be worth two points to a point spread. We were at six and a half. Uh, that obviously accounted for I think the absence of Chris Jones, and now we get here to four and a half. Uh, without Travis Kelsey potentially, and I just can't really wrap my head around that being that much. And I also can't wrap my head around guys. You know, I, I've got the NFL home field, home field last year being worth about 1.8 points. So let's round it up to two. I can't wrap my head around the Lions even against the Chiefs team that is missing two of their more important players being only about two, two and a half points better, worse than the Kansas City Chiefs on a neutral field. So I thought four and a half was a discount. So I, I laid four and a half here with Kansas City, even with Kelsey status in question. All right, your college football shows that you do over the weekend. How much fun do you have doing the live betting version on Saturday? Dude, it's, uh, so we did it last year, and I kind of forgot how fun it was. It, it is awesome. It, it's awesome to see the market react to, to these limit bets, uh, to see where essentially, you know, you don't know who it is, but that the, you see where these market shapers are looking and what they're literally doing. You're watching them shape the market live on the air, and we're talking about it, and it's incredible. You know, the, the biggest one, of course, uh, was watching the Colorado Buffalo or excuse me, a Colorado Nebraska total. That thing opens up at 65 and a half and just gets hammered all the way down within 20 minutes to 55 and a half all the way on the air. Then you get to find out too, like you get to find the points of resistance, right? So then you get down to five, 55 and a half, and then you start to see the buyback back up. And so I, I think it's an awesome show. It, it's really worth checking in, especially, you know, for the last hour, you know, on an NFL Sunday around 11 a.m., if you want to just come in for about 20 minutes and check out what's going on to see where the market is going for a lot of these openers, it is a really fun show, and I have a ton of fun doing it. What, what time is it Saturday? What time is it Sunday? Uh, so Sunday's College Lines Revealed, that's from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific time. And, and 11 a.m., for those who don't know, it's about 11.05 is when Circa, who is first to market with every single game size in total, will put their stuff up. Um, and then, of course, Live Bet Saturday is just your general Live Bet show. We, we track everything in terms of the morning slate. So we got Colorado and uh, TCU last weekend. That's uh, we awesome. get Colorado and Nebraska this weekend, so it's going to be a lot of fun. But I think the Live Bet Saturday show is good. But if you're going to check out one of the two programs, I'd highly recommend College Lines Reveal on Sunday. What were the lines, then, that surprised you the most this past Sunday coming into this week? So I, I think it's hard not to start with opening up Nebraska as a five-point underdog against Colorado. Only that, look, we, we can make the argument, Gil, that we don't really know much about these teams, right? Because especially with a team like Colorado had the most transfers taken in uh, of any FBS program. By the way, second most, Texas State, who also pulled off a very big upset over the weekend. So you, you don't really understand how good how bad these teams really are going to be. Having said that, I, I do have a large sample size that tells me that odds makers have an idea of what they're doing. And the offseason number was Nebraska minus eight and a half. And so that's a massive swing from where we thought this game was in the offseason to where we're at right now. And so I think it's really hard not to look at that and really be surprised by it. Outside of that, uh, I don't think I was surprised, but I, it was one of those where, you know, you have some thoughts and then it's backed up by people that are smarter than you. And so you're like, okay, cool. I was heading down the right path. You know, going to UCLA, San Diego State, for example, I don't think there is a team through two games that can start 2-0, but you can downgrade more than San Diego State. They have not looked good in their first two games, but they've been getting away with murder. Barely getting by Ohio on their backup quarterback, barely getting by Idaho State. And then now here against UCLA, the market opens up 9, immediately moves up to 13, and we're at 15 now over at Circus. So the market just keeps piling in on UCLA against San Diego State. So it's one of those where you kind of feel good about what you're thinking about a certain team. And the other, the cool part about Sunday is Circa for a long time has been the guys who have been first to market. They've been setting the market. So on Sundays in the last few years, the board would be blank, Circa would put their numbers up, and everybody else would follow. 
the last couple of years, you're starting to see some uh, books at least enter the fray with some of the bigger games. And so Iowa, Iowa State, for example, was hung up by FanDuel initially. That was opened up at 3.5 with a total of 39.5. Circa opened up their total at 35.5 for that game, and that got bet down. And then all of a sudden it starts to correct itself. We find ourselves now, water finds its level at that 36.5. But that was incredible, too, to see such a low total already and then have another book with this very respected open up lower and then have the market setters come in and set it even lower and then have that buyback. I thought those were some of the ones that stuck out the most. It's very cool. By the way, back to Colorado for a second. I, I said yesterday, I don't know that there's any – I'm just trying to think through the years if there's been any time I've ever said, just from a content perspective, I want this to continue to happen just for the content oh, totally. of it. Yes. And I think Colorado is that story, right? Like You feel the same way, JVT? Oh, dude. I, it, it, in my model about the – or excuse me, the journal about the model, I quoted Deion Sanders twice. Like, yeah. It's such a good story. It, it, it's – it's fun. It's awesome. The, everything that comes out of it, it's, it's almost get, you know, it's got like a pop culture feel to it as well because people who aren't really following sports are getting in on this. Uh, on my TikTok algorithm the other day, there was a great video of a fan in the stands at TCU telling Travis Hunter during warm-ups that he was overrated. And then in that same spot is where he had that incredible interception. And he runs <laughs> to the corner and just starts yelling, who said it? Who said it? Who like said over it? and over again. <laughs> These it's, guys. It's, it's incredible watching what this has been. They are the most receipt-seeking team that has ever yep. existed yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh, I think I am contractually obligated to ask you about Alabama and Texas before we get out of here. Uh, sure. Bama favored by seven. Any thoughts there? So I, I, I'll say this, and it wasn't because of, like, the results against Middle Tennessee. I wanted to see what Jalen Milrow was going to do as a passer. And he, to me, checked all the boxes. Like, his footwork looked crisp. The PFF grades were awesome across the board. He didn't commit turnover where he plays. He was accurate. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that Alabama is going to be exactly what Alabama has always been by the time we get to the end of the year. And that would have put me really on the side of Alabama. Now, I don't want to lay a full seven, so I'm just going to sit back and see if, like, what I like to do in college football especially – these opening drives, these heavily scripted drives, hopefully Texas can come out, get an early score, and I can get that thing under seven. I can come in in Alabama. But right now, if you were to ask me to pick a side, it would be Alabama. I think the Crimson Tide are in a good position at home. And even though they won last year, I think Saban's going to have a bad taste in his mouth after what happened out there in Texas, even that last-second drive to win that thing. I, I like the Longhorns. Or excuse me, oh, no, Freudian slip. I like the Crimson Tide here. All right, but your favorite bet this weekend in college football is? New Mexico State Ooh. catching 10, 10 and a half. Um, if you go back and watch, I'm anti-Liberty. Liberty played Bowling Green last weekend. They, Bowling Green threw five interceptions, Gil, and were still in position to cover on their final drive and ultimately couldn't get there. And a last-second field goal gives Liberty the cover of the closing number. Liberty got away with murder. Now you get New Mexico State, who pummeled them last year, catching 10. I think the mark is too high on the plane. So 10.5 with, uh, with the uh, New Mexico State Aggies is the best bet. All right, JVT, Jonathan Montobel, at me, JVT. Thank you, John. Good to talk to you guys. I'm going to check out this vcin.com feed to a picture you guys got of me. There you go. <laughs> Coming back, unscripted with the Crackman, DK Network style, next. A numbers game on vcin, the sports betting network. Special numbers game investigation reveals tonight is the beginning of the NFL season. Opening night. Today's the best Thursday of the year. Football's back. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Don't wait till kickoff, though, to get in on the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VEGAS. That's code VEGAS. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly. 
when you bet just $5. That's Code Vegas. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D here downtown. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Unscripted with the Crackman, Bill Krakenberger. Old crack, new location. And it goes a little something like this. Bill Krakenberger, live at the D. How you hey, doing, man? How we doing, okay? Thanks for making the trip with us. Nice. I always like to be anywhere in the vicinity of a restaurant called Bacon Nation. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's all. That's up my alley. Have you ever uh, experienced the Bacon Nation? No. I haven't either. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm told. Wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's uh, interesting down here. I don't really come down too much. And this was uh, Derek's property here. Um, you know, like, this was like the showman prop before the circle opened. Does he ever come over here anymore? I'm sure he does. Yeah. This is yeah. a cool still. Uh, I've never really been up to this bar. It's pretty cool up here. Do we think the D stands for Derek or Detroit? What do we think? Oh, that's a great call. I don't know. I saw. I, I pulled one of those moves yesterday where, where Derek was as I was leaving. He was walking through. Oh, cool. And I had I was trying to do the the flag him down and, and like hey Derek like say hi and of course like he didn't hear me and just kept walking. It's like when Michael Gaughan used to see me. It was like you look vaguely familiar, right? Yeah. No, he just didn't hear me. But it was like okay. This is a uh, close quarters here. Yes, right. it is. Yeah, yeah. This is a uh, real close quarters behind though. the velvet rope. There's an old saying here. I'm going to read it to you, please. Um, the bucket of blood, a rough, crudely finished bar or area where fights may be expected. So that's a... <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, I'm just saying this is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this is cool. I'm glad they furnished us with waters. I was thinking about going back, like, there's a bar right there with every alcohol you want. I, I mean, I don't drink, but I would... Maybe the, today would force me to start drinking. Excellent. Um, <laughs> Excellent yeah. use of the word furnished, by the way. Oh, well, yeah. No, this is, it's, it's, it's cool. Listen, they, they, they had some great... Coming in here, the music was much different than the South Point. Yeah. So they, I heard uh, Elvis, sure. Sinatra, D. Martin, The Doors... And the same f- smell of cigarettes as both properties. But that's okay. That's it is, right. It is what it is. It's authentic. It's what yeah, it is. it is authentic. What do you think? Like, do fast forward 25, 30 years, they're going to say to me, they're going to be like, you know, were you a smoker? I'm going to be like, um, no, but I have a story for you. It is. You know, it's, it's just it, smoking goes with gambling in every casino across America, by the way. Yeah. You know, back east, too. It's, it's you know, especially, I should say, especially back east. When people go to casinos in Atlantic City, Compared to Las Vegas, where they're on vacation, it's more social, have some fun. Atlantic City's a more serious crowd. They go there to win. Yes. So it's a lot of nervous energy, smoking, you know, and, and it's just, it, it is. It's, it's, it's a total different kind of crowd. They actually go there to win, to make money, and go home a winner. So if they don't, a lot of people are looking to take it out it, on. It's, it's a tough job. These guys have tough. These staffs oh, yeah. all across the casinos from every department. They have tough jobs from, you know, the security guys, the bartenders, dealers. Oh, Floyd. It, it's it's a tough job. Tellers at the sports book, which is the race books and sports books back home, too. I'll always call Jersey back home. But uh, it's a tough job. Anyway, go ahead, Gil. You have any? No, it's okay. Do you like me from the left better than the right, first of all? Let's just get that out of the way. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know okay. I, I, not, I feel like I'm crooked, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's a little bit of a, uh, yeah, yeah. crick in the neck kind of well, thing. We're still we're figuring out a couple techniques. Yeah, well, and I'm, and I'm, yeah. I don't know, but, you know, I'm, I'm just in case I did bring something, and I'm glad I brought it because. Oh, you brought yeah. a prop. No, 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 just because oh. I feel like I'm an Italian sweating on the witness stand up here. <laughs> yes, Your Honor. <laughs> I did see him kill him that night of the fifth. Um, no, but, you know, it's a a little warm, but a, maybe uh, it could be the lights, though. I like I like it, though. It's a I actually like this table. I 
I've done some shows at this table. Maybe what yourself. We we did a podcast yeah. together here. Yeah. No, this yeah. Is, this, this is a, yeah. it's a look at look at this table. It's so cool. It's very but, um, very nice shield yeah, looking nice table. We have a nice crowd here. Of you bet you bet one. You bet the <laughs> you bet the game tonight at all? Um, you know, I bet a little bit on the over, thinking I was a wise guy over twenty-seven, even when uh, the lines were. Um, First half. First bet. half came out. Yeah. And then they announced the Kelsey, uh, of course, outage. Um, we don't know for sure yet. We don't know for sure. I seen yeah. a girl that works for NFL, um, I don't know if NFL.com or something. She has like 300,000 followers. She said, you know, that this is only a questionable thing. Yeah. So He's going to try to work. It's not going to be as, as, as 100%. We know that. Yeah. But, uh, n- and yesterday the line went down to 52 at some places. And also, not only that, I seen a, a minus four yesterday. Which is amazing. Here, that. right back, right behind us. Oh, really? Minus four at Circa, yeah. Minus four. Yeah. Wow. Now, I mean, that's just hard to believe. I mean, it, it, listen, a lot of games I, w- I won't do this ever because they, they charge so much on the three. But you want to buy the three on some games. But not high totals like this. And a lower, obviously, the lower the total, the more close the game is supposed to play out to the number. So um, I, I, I actually would maybe – think about a, a minus three on the game but now that it went back up to four and a half and even five so here, here at the circa uh circa sportsbook minus four and a half and now the total went back up so the total went back up to 53 and a half there's even a 54 back on the screen so i think maybe the over i mean that's an overreaction it was fifth by the way it was 55 when this when when it was 55 in many different shops when this information came out about kelsey that's I don't listen. I know he's their best receiver, and I know he's one of the best in the position for the sport career. Um, well, this is what I was going to say. That's that's the betting 101 for those who are new to newish to betting the National Football League. Typically, only quarterbacks move the line. Yes, is there a, is there a defensive player like a T.J. Watt where he out? Sure. Uh, would it move a point, a point and a half? Perhaps it would. But for a tight end as great as Travis Kelsey is. For it to move two and a half points, I'm right, from you, six and a half to four. There was a dozen 55s on the screen, too, yeah. as far as the total, to move three points. I don't know if any player besides a quarterback is worth that. And that's, that's, and that's, that's only point. a yeah. per- percentage of the quarterbacks. Yes. So I agree with you. Um, I still think we're going to see a lot of offensive fireworks in this game. Um, I, I'm not really one that, that likes to bet over on the first game of the season. But um, – yeah, so it it's um, it, it should be some it should be uh, some offensive fireworks maybe in the first half too. Now it's twenty six and a half everywhere. There was twenty sevens uh, originally, twenty seven and a half. Uh, then it went down to twenty six at a couple spots. So we'll see what happens. But my my way to bet these games is going to be the same thing as it is every year. I know what gets the money, and that's NFL player props. So NFL player props, bending over under on yardage from the players, receivers, running backs, quarterback. Um, those are beatable. Those, Those are beatable. beatable. Yeah, I still have to say. Yeah. I know people don't like this. I know people don't like this, and I know we're supposed to be encouraged sports betting. But and th- this is a great f- season beginning PSA you're about yeah. to make right here. I know, and we haven't talked about this, but you just know from my previous yeah. years. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know anyone that beats the NFL sides year in, year out. I know Las Vegas Chris says he does very well. He, he blend, Last year he had a bad start, but then he blended in teasers and and parlays and got out for the year and actually won for the year I just think it's a tough thing to to beat but I will say this I say that and I still do bet NFL sides here in town because I'll tell you why when you have these extra half points which mean everything 
the sports books here get so much fan base and square money that they're forced to move and get that hook. And what I mean, like, like even maybe tomorrow, let's see, I mean, on Sunday, I don't know if it went to seven and a half, but I think it was seven and a half for a while at a couple sports books. The Arizona-Washington game. Everyone's against Arizona. One thing I can tell you for sure, the sports books, they're rooting for Arizona this week. I can tell you that much. Everyone's uh, anti-Arizona, including me. I went under season wins, under four and a half. I found a great line in town here. But your point being that, and, and you represent, yeah. as as many of our guests, you represent a very small fraction of actual bettors. The average guy yeah. is betting this. Yep. Right before kickoff, let's yeah. be honest. Maybe not week one, but yes. certainly moving forward, they bet it as close to kickoff yep. as can. You, what you are saying is it's not a sustainable way to win long term. Let me, let me just tell you. You know, I don't want to come off sounding wrong here. Yeah. But I'd be willing to bet a lot of my money that you give me five. You put up, you put up your money and you want to gamble versus me on something. Here's a great gamble. I'll give, I, and I'll give Gil the money. Five games a week, you bet day of game. On Sundays, five days, five games a week at the line in that casino. We could pick any casino. I don't even care. You don't. It don't have to be the sharp line at the circuit. It could be a weaker line around town. Any line. Uh, and, and, I mean, pick five games a week against the spread. Lay a dollar ten. You're not beating that. By the end of the year, you're not going to beat me. You're not going to be a winning sports better after laying the juice day of the game betting NFL sides only. It's taking all comers. Bill Krakenberger, unscripted with the Crackman at Bill Crackman with a K. Uh, for those who are watching on the DK Network, uh, Dan Lebetard is next. You can tune in for his show. For those who want more of the Crack Man and more football talk, including what he's doing with Survivor, uh, keep tuning in to VSIN. Uh, you can do that any which way. YouTube TV, iHeart, however you want to do it. Coming right back live from Bar Canada at the D right here, downtown Las Vegas. Gil Kelly and the Crack Man, Bill Krakenberger. It's a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.